Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we talk about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, I really want to focus on making sure that you guys are entering on high probability trades. Why? It's going to increase your win rate. And if it's increasing your win rate, you should be able to make more money. That's bottom line. I haven't done one of these in a while. I've talked about all the things you should be avoiding. So let's start to focus on things that will help you to make more money. Obviously, if you are avoiding all these mistakes that I'm talking about, it's not going to make you money, but it's going to save you a lot. Now we're focusing on making bank. Now, how can we do that? First of all, go to the imbalances uh, podcast episode that I've talked about previously, because this is not really going to make that much sense if you haven't already listened to that. Go back, give a listen, go through it, even if you're just skimming through it so you know what an imbalance is, because that is going to tag along onto this next section here, because this is all about fair value gaps. Now, you may have heard of it. A lot of you may think, you know, doesn't do that well. But I've got a lot of confluences here, especially with my strategy that we can talk about that really makes them a good viable trade. Looking at specific parts of price action and imbalances, these fair value gaps as well, can lead to really high probability entries. So much so that in my backtesting here, it's gone from a 60% win rate up to 80. Incredible. That's a huge move. Does mean that I'm not trading that often? Sure, that is the con to it. But hey, if I'm getting a really high win rate like that, I'm not complaining. Um, is it, does it mean that I'm changing my entire strategy to this? No. It just means that when I see these uh, trades getting set up, I place a higher percentage on it. Instead of doing 1% each trade, I'm now doing 2% per trade there. That's what I want to do. So let's get you guys on the same page so we really can hone in some high probability trades, start making you a bit of money here. So first of all, for those of you that don't know what a fair value gap is, it's defined as an instance in which there are inefficiencies or imbalances, hence why you need to listen to the imbalance podcast episode in the market. These imbalances simply suggest that buying and selling is not equal. And what happens when it's not equal? What happens when you have this imbalance? As we've already discussed in the other episode, market will want to come in and clean it up. Take it out, balance that price action. Right? That's what it's going to want to do there. So how do you find out what a fair value gap looks like? First of all, you can basically define it as a three candle sequence, right? And it's commonly visualized on the chart as a large volume candlestick, just like we talked about in the imbalances, but this again goes further than that. It's a large volume candlestick and then neighboring candles, both upper and lower apply here. Their wicks do not fully overlap this large volume candle. Hence, in between the wicks, there is a fair value gap. Now what I have found out guys, if there is a fair value gap near a previous lower low or a previous higher high, I'm not just talking about in the middle, I'm talking about the start of a bullish run or the start of a bearish run. A high, a proper high, 
and a proper low right down the bottom, not while we're in the trend. We're talking about start and ends of trends. These are where we want to focus on these fair value gaps. If we find these areas, we identify the fair value gap, we see a candlestick come into that area, clean it up, take it out, especially with a large rejection wick. That's what we want to see. For those of you that I've already mentoring with me. What I want to see in this case is a starlight candle with a heavy rejection in that area. For those of you that haven't mentored me, you're just going to have to figure out what a rejection candlestick is. It's too hard to explain in this one, but you should be able to figure it out if you go and back test it anyway. So we go in there, we have that heavy rejection, and immediately we want to see, not a large volume candlestick, but at least a medium to large size move back in the opposite way. So if you can imagine this, we've gone in this big bullish run, it's, we've been in there for three or four days, now we're starting to move down. And we're moving towards originally where this move started from. We see that fair value gap right near the bottom. Market surging towards it, it comes in, dips in, clears it all up, or at least 80% of it, and then slightly rejects. So we see a large wick within where that fair value gap was. And then straight away, we see a large push to the upside. That's where we hop in. Place your entry after you know that large candlestick, that large push. Doesn't necessarily have to be a high volume candlestick. It could be a medium to large one. Put your stop loss underneath the wick, and you go for your one to two, your one to three. Those are fantastic trades. I really like them. I do find that they are a high probability move, right? That's what we want to see here. So that's basically it in terms of this episode, guys. I just wanted to quickly go over fair value gaps, what they are, what you need to do, what you should be looking for. Now, in saying that, is there anything else that you can put along with that? Yeah, the awesome oscillator. Use the awesome oscillator. Make sure that when the move is, you know, retracing back up for another bullish run, that the awesome oscillator is supporting that. That is something that will really help you out as well there. So, yeah, that's it from me. A really short episode. I thought might as well have a short one because we've had a few long ones anyway. So that is it from me, guys. I know I've started to get back on track with this podcast, with um, how well the indicator's been doing. As you guys already know, there's not that much need for me to be in the charts, which has freed up a lot of time. So now I can just pursue my passion projects, which is awesome for you guys. Um, Again, keep on messaging me. It's awesome for those of you that I'm working with. I really appreciate it here. I know a lot of you are starting your own trades. What have I even got? I think I've even got a message from one of you just before on my Gmail. And I actually want to read that because it's really nice in terms of, um, I guess, getting good feedback. So uh, what is it? I have not lost a trade on my demo account since we had our meeting this time last week, and I've made 4000 on it from last Thursday until now, which is day of recording, which is really awesome. And it says, goes on to say, it's got me very excited and learning more. The indicator is pretty amazing. Uh, I know once I learn more, I'll do even better with my trades. Thank you again. So those are the things that we're looking for here, which is really, really good to see. And I'm happy that a lot of you are giving me really positive feedback, which does mean a lot to me. It truly does. Anyway, if you want to work with me, 
Uh, you can always email me at roadtoforex at gmail.com or just go to my website, which is roadtoforex.com. Awesome, guys. Have a great day, and I'll speak to you later. Bye.